Raise your hand if you want to bring more growth into your biz. That's the goal for most business owners, right? More clients, new offers, and higher income is what we're all shooting for. The flip side of business growth is that sometimes we have to adjust our systems and operations in order to support the next phase. And it can be tricky to implement new systems and strategies while also serving our clients and focusing on our own marketing. My friend Kristen Westcott, a business growth and systems strategist, believes that efficient business operations are the key to a more abundant and sustainable business. In this episode of The Support Squad, Kristen is sharing her best tips for managing the back end of your business during times of growth. Listen in now if you're ready to implement a business framework that will support your big business goals. You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches Sharon Nissen created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome into the Support Squad podcast. Today, we're talking about something really important, which is managing the back end of our operations so that we can feel confident and um, supported as we're growing our business. One thing that I see come up with a lot with my one-on-one coaching clients is when they come in, they're ready to create new offers, bring in new clients, but I know the first thing we always have to do is take a look at their systems. How are they onboarding their their clients? How are they, um, you know, creating a flow throughout their day? Because if we don't have the support, it's going to be really, things get chaotic. <laughs> we want to keep growing, but we can't grow if we don't have a system to support us. So that's why I am so thrilled to have Kristen Westcott here on the podcast today. We're going to dive right into her interview here in a couple seconds, but first let me tell you a little bit about her. Kristen Westcott is a business growth and system strategist and founder of the Freedom Track Method, who has spent the last decade in the legal and education fields, supporting leaders and students in the areas of goal setting, productivity, and project management. After recognizing her true passion lies in serving entrepreneurs, Kristen honed her skills as a director of operations. She quickly noticed that what was holding back many business owners wasn't a lack of drive or ability, but a lack of foundational systems that could support the day-to-day operations of a scaling business. These days, she spends her time helping online coaches, copywriters, and course creators scale without the frustration that massive growth often brings. I'm so excited for you guys to hear this. Let's dive in with Kristen. Hey, Kristen. Welcome to the Support Squad podcast. Hey, Sharon. Thank you so much for having me today. I, yeah, of course. I'm thrilled to have you. I know you're an operations genius, which is something I'm so interested in learning more about. And I know all my, the virtual assistants that listen are just love to hear, um, kind of the back ends of business and how we can learn to be more efficient and all of those things, both for ourselves and for our clients. So I'm thrilled to have you and to get started since we've just met, I would love to know a little more about you personally and your journey in the online space, your journey as an entrepreneur. How'd you get started and end up where you are now? 
oh my goodness, this could be the the whole episode, but I'll, right. I'll keep it short. <laughs> <laughs> I think so many of us have such, such a long journey, but, um, so my name is Kristen and I live in Niagara Falls, Ontario. So I'm just North of the New York border. Wow. Uh, so you'll probably hear a little bit about, of that in my, I don't know, people say I have an accent or when I say about, it's, it's very different uh. from the American. <laughs> so <laughs> You'll probably hear that kind of come out. <laughs> and I started in the online space actually as a life coach and health coach. And that's where I was really starting to learn, like, what is this, you know, thing of having an online business and all of the different mm-hmm. components that go into it and what's a lead capture form and a web, you know, I knew about websites and social media, but all of that other stuff was just so new to me that I think like many people, I dove into a bunch of different courses. And so through doing that, I was like, okay, I know I want to coach. I know I want to do this, but how on earth do I actually grow this business? And so I took a bunch of different courses in online business and quickly found that what I was doing was actually supporting the other people inside those Facebook groups with helping them figure out their things, their customer journey, their lead magnets, their rate, like all the operational part of things. And so I sat back and after about six months, I obviously I had no coaching clients because I was spending all of my time supporting these other coaches and growing (laughs) their own business instead of growing my own. And so I sat with that and what I was doing at the time, I was quote unquote side hustling and I was working in a corporate setting where I was a learning skills strategist. And so I worked with students on goal setting, time management, project planning, studying for exams, how to break that down. So it wasn't so anxiety inducing. I was giving workshops for faculty. I was doing all of that kind of stuff. And I thought, you know what, I can bring this together. I can support entrepreneurs in the online space with figuring out all of these steps and pieces with time management and operational pieces and breaking their projects down and putting those funnels together and that kind of stuff. So I got certified as a director of operations, which is more commonly known as an integrator. If any of your listeners are familiar with the book Traction um, or Rocket Fuel talks about the difference between Mm -hmm. a visionary and an integrator, um, being a director of operations is very, very similar to that. So if we were in a large corporate space, it would be like the COO of the company, but online spaces are, are much smaller. And so in that I work with and support my clients' teams and helping them, you know, figure out how we need to get all of the things happen to, to keep this business running smoothly. And then at the time of the pandemic, when that started, my kids were three and five and I lost <laughs> all support, right? Childcare, daycare, schools. My mom couldn't come over and help me. Same boat. Many, many women are in across, you know, across the world. And so I thought, well, what am I going to do? I've got three clients launching every single quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I know your, your listeners as virtual assistants know what that means and, you know, know the amount of time and energy that goes into that. And suddenly I found myself with kids 24 seven, trying to manage three launches per quarter. And I did that for all of 2020 because it was, you know, four more weeks, four more weeks, four more weeks. And then at the end of 2020, I said to my husband, I can't do this anymore. I'm going mm-hmm. to be burnt out and on a hospital bed of my very own. Um, and that's when I transitioned into the more of a consulting model where now mm-hmm. I do VIP days and more consulting to help people get those systems set up. So then them and their team of wonderful assistants can go on to continue to manage those systems and manage that strategic plan that I help them create and put in place for their business. That's, that's amazing. And I relate to your story, especially what you said about 2020 so, so much. I mean, I think for so many of us, we started to 
we, we a lot of us were forced into shifts that end up feeling very aligned for us and found ways to be more efficient in our business because we had to. So I very much relate to that. I have a nine-year-old and a five-year-old. So it was a lot going on here as well. So I totally, totally relate to that. And I love, love hearing about your journey. And I know um, for you, you know, one thing I know, or I've learned about you is that you see operate, you have a unique perspective on operations where it not only just allows us to be more efficient and, and getting more efficient, more productive and things like that, but it can also change the way we even see our businesses. Um, and I know you have a unique perspective about how specifically efficiency can relate to a sense of abundance in our business. Can you speak a little to that? Yeah, absolutely. And so I, when I first started in the online space, I had nothing to do with anything mindset. I was like 100% that strategist mind, that very left brain, very logical. And what I quickly found out is that there is also this other side that if not nurtured in its own way, can actually hold back your business growth and your business strip and, you know, your, your team and, and all the things from happening in business. And so when you're thinking about how can I get my business to grow? How can I get that revenue to come in? How can I... Um, attract the right clients towards me and, and towards working with me. Part of that comes from having your operations in place. And I know it can be hard to kind of make that link, but if you have a lead generation system in place where you know that, you know, each week you're posting or you're recording this video or you're doing these kinds of reels or whatever that looks like for you, then it makes you feel like you have a plan for these people to, to find you, to be able to work with you. And anybody who does, you know, do anything new age, you know, or, you know, any kind of meditation or these feelings of universal, the law of attraction, you know, that you need to create that space in order for the universe to, to deliver those clients to you. And so having your operations in place is kind of like that green light for the universe to be able to say, okay, I can handle these new clients. I can handle these perspective leads. I can handle all of this stuff because I have X, Y, Z in place in my business. I'm ready to go. The channels are open, send them my way and I can handle it all. Right. Because that way you don't feel the need to say yes to every single person that comes your way out of that feeling of scarcity or lack that if I don't take this one client, I'm not going to get anyone else coming. I'm not going to be able to pay the bills, things like that, because you know, you've got that lead generation system in place or you're networking or whatever it is that you're doing, that you can pick the clients that align with your core values, with your business model, with the things that light you up rather than getting, I don't want to say stuck, but rather than working with clients that just are not in alignment with your personality and who you, and how you like to work. Yes. I, yeah, I totally agree and relate to that. And I see that come up with VAs all the time is this real sense of scarcity. And, um, there's this other piece too, where I see a fear of visibility a lot because they're even scared of, they don't even realize they're scared of getting clients because they don't have the efficient like operations to onboard and manage a client. So I can totally see how those two things are very, very related. Um, I used to, I, cause I'm the same way as you. When I first started in the online space, I was very logical and all of that. And I never liked, I was kind of turned off by anything woo woo. And then I started realizing all this stuff is so integrated and we have to really, um, Think, think about our mindset and, and how much um, 
the way that we run our business can affect that. So I totally agree with what you're saying. And so my question now is, um, so for a virtual assistant who, you know, feels like maybe their systems are a little chaotic or things like that, how do we know that we need to kind of do an overhaul of things? How do we know if we need a VA? Um, I know a lot of virtual assistants that could probably use a VA as well. How do we determine it's the right time for that and which like kind of route to go down? Yeah, I love this question, especially when we're dealing with virtual assistants, possibly mm-hmm. needing a virtual assistant. It can be kind of funny because you, a lot of us don't start out in the space thinking we're going to need to be able to, to clone ourselves or think that we're going to be, end up running an agency model. And all of a sudden we hit that space in our business where we're like, something has to change. Yes. And maybe the pandemic was that trigger for you, mm-hmm. or maybe it's something else going on in your personal life. And so what I would look at is is this a a system problem or is this a time problem? And the way you can kind of have a look at that is, first of all, I always recommend to my clients at least once per quarter to track your time for a week. And Mm -hmm. everybody gives me pushback on that. But the information you get from that is so enlightening because you can start to see the areas and the patterns of where your time is being eaten up. And so it could be from a client that you've outgrown or that maybe you took on because you didn't feel that from that space of abundance that you were going to connect with someone else. And maybe it's time to to pass that client off to someone else. Maybe it is uh, a systems thing. Like for example, your client onboarding process, right? How do they set up and get into your discovery call calendar? How do, do they fill out their questionnaire? Do they get on the call? Do they get reminders? How much of your time is actually being chewed up with things that maybe could be smoothed out with a system versus how many things are like things that have to be taken care of personally? Because we can automate many things, but there are also elements of our business that do require that personal touch or that personal relationship. And if that's where you're spending the bulk of your time and you are feeling maxed out and stressed, then that is a good indication that you probably need to hire somebody else to support you in those areas. So the first step, there's kind of like a three-step process that I go through. It's like eliminate, automate, delegate. Mm -hmm. So for many of us, we learned in the pandemic, what we had to eliminate all of those things that we thought we had to do that all of a sudden we did not have time for. We learned very quickly that the world wasn't going to end if we eliminated those tasks and did the other most important tasks. So I would say, do that again in your business, even as we're kind of coming out of this and quote unquote, going back to whatever our new normal is, is to really kind of go through and be ruthless about eliminating those tasks that are not your revenue generating activities. From there, look at what can be automated. And this is your systems, right? What can be put into a system? What can maybe be automated? What can, can I, um, you know, use Dubsado or HoneyBook or ClickUp or Asana, whatever you're working in, what can I start to put in there and get on automation? Is there an integration in Zapier that I can use that will take some of this stuff off my plate and really start to kind of look at where technology can support you. And if there isn't an answer there, that's when we look at, okay, we need to find ourselves another assistant Mm -hmm. and whatever that may be um, because virtual assistants have so many different specialties too, right? So I know Mm -hmm. it's kind of a catch-all term in the online space to mean so many different things, but you might be finding that you need a virtual assistant in a specialty area, not necessarily a general virtual assistant or a 
a customer service support person, but you might need someone who is in that tech space who can handle some of that for you, or maybe who does more of the video editing or the content stuff, right? If, if you're finding you don't want to show up online because you're resistant to having to cut the reels yourself or do those kinds of things, maybe what you need is to hire a virtual assistant who specializes in that particular area. And so this is why I say time tracking is really so important because you won't know if you're spending two hours putting together a reel, right? You're probably not going to get the return on investment of your time for that. You might be very lucky. Maybe you land a brand new client from that one reel, but generally speaking, (laughs) it's not a great use of your time. And so really you can kind of get, get a sense of that and say, I could probably hire somebody else to do this. And then I can go and do these other two or three activities that are more likely to generate revenue in my business. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And anytime we eliminate or delegate or (laughs) automate any of those things, even if it's a a small thing, I have really noticed for myself and and also for my clients, how much mental space that opens up. You realize almost how silly it was that you were doing things this other way for a long time. And you start to see so much more possibility in your business when you can just kind of remove something from your plate or streamline it. So, and I love that there's so many options in the online space. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you have to hire a VA for 10 hours a week. You can outsource one little piece. If you can create an automation for one little workflow, just like even your onboarding process, like you said, it clears up so much mental space. And I think it relates to mindset too. It makes us feel like we're taking a step forward in our business and like stepping more into um, that CEO kind of mindset. So I think that's great advice. And then one thing that I see too um, a lot with VAs is we're moving from like one stage of our business to the next. Sometimes we're kind of creating little systems as we go without thinking like long-term or sustainable success. So what would you say is a framework that could support us for like long-term ongoing sustainable success instead of just kind of putting out fires here and there? Yeah. Oh, this is kind of like my zone of genius. I love this kind of stuff. And so right. A lot of times, especially when we're talking about assistance in somebody else's business, we can really have a challenge seeing ourselves as a business owner or as a CEO that needs to plan for our own company growth, because we're so Mm -hmm. busy supporting our clients in growing their businesses that we aren't thinking, how can we create a sustainable business for ourselves? And the beginning part of that is to actually create a little bit of a strategy for your own business. And that starts with really having a vision for what it is you want from this company. How many hours a week do you want to be working? Is there something you'd rather specialize in? Like maybe you started in the VA space doing anything and everything, but now you find you really love Entreport or Infusionsoft or something like that. Really kind of take that step back and think, what do I want from my business? What joy can I, like, what is, what am I loving that I'm doing? And what am I not liking that I'm doing? And really start to kind of figure out what your trajectory is. For some of you, it might be to level up into running an agency where you kind of become the business manager and are managing a team of assistants underneath you that you can then go and provide larger scale work to some of these bigger companies. Or for some of you, you'll be looking maybe to grow from, like I said, a VA to maybe an OBM role or something like that. So really look at what are your goals for your personal business growth. And then from there, start to create some, some systems in place for you to be able to grow into that space. And so sometimes this is as simple as making sure you are sitting down every quarter 
and planning out what that next phase or that next step is in your business growth. So this might be taking a course to up-level your personal development. It might be making some connections with some other types of entrepreneurs if you're wanting to shift into a bit of a different space. Um, it might be spending more time concentrating your social media around a particular system or something like that. So really starting to look at where it is you want to go and then kind of reverse engineer to start taking the steps today so that eventually three months, six months, 12 months down the road, you're, you're well on that path. Um, so it all starts kind of with that overall vision of who do you want to be? And you don't have to think, who do I want to be 10 years from now? Mm-hmm. You can just think like, okay. And you know what, if you want to be doing what you're doing forever, I I highly doubt you'll feel the same way in five years, but if that's how you feel right now, then great. That's when you move into, okay, what can I do to start systematizing the things that, that I have going on in my business so that I can still free up some time and continue to grow, maybe taking on more clients or projects. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So I totally agree with everything you're saying about think forward thinking and all of that. And I find that a lot of the virtual assistants, I know they have these big dreams for their, for their business, or they want to focus their marketing more. They want to, they want to build more system, sustainable systems in their business and where they really struggle is creating the space for it. Um, because we have client work and we have our, our, our business. And we need to be marketing our business if we want to achieve those goals. And we need to be doing all of that. And, um, one thing I found with virtual assistants that always makes me a little sad. And I want to always encourage them to think of this in a different way is they put their business, like as sort of like when I have time for this, my marketing, whatever it is, it always comes after their client work or, or things like that. How can we make sure we're creating space in our business for both our client work and all of the necessary things we need to need to do to move towards our own like big visions and goals? Yeah, you're hundred percent right. Is like anybody who is a service provider always prioritizes everybody else's business over their own. And so I'm going to say something you have probably heard a dozen times before, but sometimes I'm hoping that this will be the moment that it clicks for you <laughs> is that you need to start your day working on your own business. Okay. Yeah, I say the exact same thing. Yes. I totally agree with it. Yeah. yeah. Don't open email. Don't open <laughs> Slack. Don't open box or don't open Facebook messenger. Don't open anywhere that people are trying to contact you and really look at in that plan that you created for yourself. What is the thing that you need to do? Do you need to spend an hour this morning writing an email for your own list? Do you need mm-hmm. to spend an hour this morning creating some Facebook content or some Instagram content or whatever it is that you need for your business? Maybe it's you need to just go and set up coffee chats with a couple other people in your network, but do that first and then open up all of those other things that are going to be demanding all of your attention. Because if you don't, if you jump into Slack first, then you're going to be in reactive mode all day where your clients' businesses and the needs of their businesses are going to drive and dictate your time throughout Mm -hmm. the day. The other thing that I like to do is I like to set a very large time block in my week. So for me, that's Fridays because typically Mm -hmm. my clients are not as you know, online on Fridays, they're not as busy. It seems to be a quieter day in the online space. And I will block out three hours every single Friday morning. And that's for larger chunks of things. So maybe you want to create your own course or your own micro offer. Mm -hmm. And that's when I will tackle those kinds of things in my business. And then I'll hop on around noon and deal Mm -hmm. with whatever needs to happen before the weekend. 
I love that. Yeah, I've, I've heard that called CEO time. And the way I like to think of that time, those large blocks, I, I take my business out on a date is what I call it. I like, And sometimes I, I'll even like go to a coffee shop or something like that. But like actually creating that like special time, because um, that's a mindset thing too. Like we should be really excited to work on those things in our, our own business. And um, the other thing I want to touch on too, is just like, we always we're always going to do our best work for our clients. I always want to remind VAs of this because I've, I've had VAs say to me, like, I don't want to do my work first because I don't want to use up my creative energy that I could be using for my clients. And I always tell them, like, I know you, like, you're going to get the work done for your clients. <laughs> like, you have to do it for yourself first because that's where we struggle, I think. So I, I think that's such good advice to set aside that first time of the day where you're fresh for yourself because you're always going to get it done for your clients. We're, we're like, we always do that. So um, I, I love that, setting aside that own space, your, your own space. And then when we think about like our big goals, um, it can be also be a little scary, like moving into a new stage of growth, thinking about taking on new clients, growing an agency, becoming more specialized in our services. How do we continue to grow and continue to do that without like totally losing our minds, having to reboot our business all of the time? How, how do we stay sane while we're growing? <laughs> yeah. And, and that is a really important point to make because again, I work in the online space and I see virtual assistants are such they're just, they're big go-getters. They're really kind of highly ambitious, amazing people out there. I just, I mean, I can't say enough about how wonderful they are and the need that we have for them in our business. And because of that, what they can often do is take on, you know, more than is feasible for them with whatever they've got going on in their life right now. Right. So I think it's really important to kind of, when you create that vision, when you create that goal, and you're really excited about it to make a list of all of the steps that, you know, and we're not going to know every piece or every component that we need to get there, but make a list of all the ones that, you know, and then start breaking those things down even further, just like you would in your client work, right? Just like whatever they've put in a sauna, all of those things are broken down. You're going to do the same kind of thing with your stages of growth. So let's say it is, you want to specialize in, like I said, infusion software entreport. Okay. What are the things that you would have to do for that? And really make a list of everything. And then you can carve out maybe just an hour this week to go on Entreport's website and really search through all of their blog and help docs and that kind of stuff to really get a feel for if this is something you want to do. And then it might be looking for, okay, well, what kinds of courses do they have? Or what does it take for me to become a certified pro in this tech piece and start to do a little bit of the research and carve it out bit by bit, just because you've made that goal or that vision doesn't mean it has to happen in three months. Really have a look at all of those steps and look at the amount of time that you can devote to this without it making you stressed out, without it making you feel like mm -hmm. I don't have time for this and my clients and my kids and all these other things happening. And if all you can carve out is an hour a week for that, it's so much better to feel comfortable with that consistent one hour a week than it is to be trying to cram too much on yourself to get, you know, something else done in the next three months that you, you give up after the fourth week and then it doesn't even happen. Yeah, I totally agree. I feel like there's so much pressure in the online space, or it just feels like it can feel like everyone around us is moving a lot faster than we are or something, or that like, if you haven't hit six figures in your first three months of starting your online business, you've done something terribly, terribly wrong. It just seems like things are expected to go on warp speed. And I love how you talk about breaking it down, carving out that time. Um, 
because those are again sustainable ways of of growing and and slow growth is the best kind of growth in my opinion so i totally agree with that and um it also gives you time to like explore and sit with things to make sure it really does feel like aligned going forward so i think that's just such great advice <laughs> and everything you shared today was so brilliant kristen so i want to thank you so so much and i want to make sure my listeners have lots of ways to get in touch with you so where the, where are the best places to find you online and work with you and all of that. (laughs) Yes. So the best place to find me on social is on Instagram. That's where I am most active. And my website is kristenwestcott.com. Um, and on there, you can find a link to a focus framework. So for those of you who are looking to figure out what stage of business and what you need to focus on for your own business growth, not your client's growth, um, you can check that out and you will self-select your area and get a personalized, um, email with some of the things for your particular phase of business growth. So it'll be really helpful, help you put those blinders on, get rid of all the other things, all those other shiny objects, and really kind of just focus on where you're at and what you, one or two things you can do for your next phase of growth. I love that. You guys all have that link in the show notes. Um, and just Kristen, thank you so much. Um, one thing I always like to ask my guests before they go is what is one thing about you separate from your business, whether a hobby or something like that, something you enjoy or that lights you up? I am a voracious reader. And nice. as much as I read a ton of business books, you can also catch me particularly in the summertime with just some mind numbing romance novel. Yes. <laughs> I love a good romance novel. I had a really funny moment. We, I took this romance novel to um, my husband's parents beach house on the East coast this summer. And I got through about half of it and it was like pretty you know, pretty tame, but then it, it got really like, um, you know, pretty hot and heavy. And I, I happened to turn the page right as my husband sat next to me and he like looked at the page and he ran into the house going, Sharon's reading smut, Sharon's reading smut. But it's <laughs> so everyone made fun of me the whole time, but I love, I also, I read a good mix of books as well. So I totally love that. We all need to escape every now and then. That's so, exactly it. I need to yeah. doesn't require me to think because I think yes. all day at work. I just need to just yes. be like, all right. Yes. Let me just enjoy myself for a minute. So I love that. (laughs) So Kristen, thank you so, so much for being here today. You guys make sure to check out Kristen everywhere you can find her. All those links will be in the show notes. And I'm just so grateful for your time today. Thank you so much. Well, thank you again for having me. Thanks so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. Make sure to check out the show notes on the supportsquad.com to find all the ways that you can connect with Kristen and learn more about her. And do you want to fast track your business growth? I currently have spots open for two service providers who want to close out 2021 strong by diving deep with an expert coach in my three month coaching intensive. Over the course of six one-on-one coaching calls and unlimited voice-to-voice support on Voxer, we'll work together to move out of overwhelm and into aligned action. This is perfect for you if you have big goals like choosing a specialty before 2022 
or building out an offer suite that will allow you to scale your business. You can apply now at www.thesupportsquad.com coaching, and I'll be in touch to schedule a free discovery call to make sure we're a good fit. There are only two of these spots available for quarter four, so act fast. Extended payment plans are available. You can apply now at www.thesupportsquad.com slash coaching.